Glossop Radio. Former Glossop resident Lee Martin once played in over 108 games for Manchester United and scored the goal which saw the start of Sir Alex Ferguson's successful streak at the club. He even played for Glossop North End and in the England under-21s. And he joins us on the line now. Hi Lee. Hi, how are you doing? All right. Oh yes, excellent. Thank you very much for uh, for joining us. So uh, yeah, what have you been up to the last few years? Um, well, I mean, I've been I've been fairly busy, really. I mean, I work at Old Trafford on um, on match days. We do all the match day hospitality. Uh, we do a little bit of MUTV. Um, we've also got um, a former players team now, and we travel all around the world playing in places in the Far East, uh, Canada, uh, Norway, quite a lot in Ireland as well. Um, so yeah, probably. You know, once every couple of months, we're away somewhere travelling and playing and representing the, uh, the club. Um, I also work in Chester uh, three days a week for um, a company called YMCA Training, which is um, working with um, young people, 16 to 19, um, and trying to get them into work, really, and trying to get them a few qualifications, um, and just help them, help them along in life a bit. So, yeah, all in all, it's um, it's fairly hectic and it's fairly busy at the moment with uh, with all the football stuff and then you know, the stuff we're doing in Chester, so it's it's all very enjoyable stuff, um, but, you know, quite busy as well. Yeah, like you say, you're, uh, amongst other things, the uh, the all the, the football in uh, the fundraising, the charity stuff, you're, you're a pundit for MUTV, if uh, if you've ever watched that, to anybody listening. Um, yeah. And uh, also your son, Ryan, as well, who uh, is a member of Gloucester Community Radio, he also works on MUTV, um, although not, right. not a pundit, though, I don't think. Um, no, <laughs> it must, must be a great place to work, though, just to meet up with you know a few old friends and just talk about yeah. how great United is. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic, and it's like I said, it's it's nice to be involved and still still be involved with the club. I mean, I've been associated with the club now since I was twelve, and it's nice to be you know part. It's nice to be part of um, you know still be part of the club and and, and enjoy working with them. But um, yeah, we get together quite a lot with with the ex players. We've also got. Um, a former players association, um, which you know a lot of some some of the older players are like Paddy Clarend and Wilf McGuinness, and you know it's been nice over the years to get to know people like them and listen to their stories as well as you know lads that I've played with. So it's it's been really good, and it's like I said, it's nice to to be involved at Manchester United still and still be part, you know, still feel part of it, and um, you know later on in life, I suppose. When people, I hear people say that it, it's like a family, it feels like a family even after, you know, long yeah. after you finish playing for them. Is that really true? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think that's a lot, you know, down, down to Sir Alex because um, he's always been very loyal, well, especially to me and, and all, all the lads that I've sort of like grew up with in, in football. Um, a lot of us now are still working at the club and we're still involved with MUTV. Um, and I think that's, that's been the same since, I mean, I left in 94 um, to go to Celtic and I've always, since I since I retired, I've always felt as if I've been part of the club um, and, I, and I suppose that's down to Sir Alex as well um, and it's obviously carrying on now with, with David Moyes, which is nice to see um, and, you know, generally on a match day, there's probably, I don't know, 15, 20, 25 ex-players wandering about um, that are still part of that family um, and like I said, we do, we do a lot of um, dinners for the ex-players we do a lot of golf days, so we, we get together quite a lot, really. And it is—it's like a little family. Um, but um, it's, it's, a real, it's a real good atmosphere around the place, um, and I suppose that's 
you know, I think it's a, I think it's been a really good thing for for us and for the club. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's good to see you um, all sort of keeping together and keeping busy, um, and it's good from a fan's perspective as well, just to see uh, to see a load of uh, ex players all just uh, having a having a good old laugh sometimes. Yeah, know? yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, now, as we all know, Sir Alex's uh, most recent book was released um, after his retirement. Yeah. Uh, that caused yeah. some controversy, let's say. Uh, it did shed some light on a, a couple of the feuds that maybe we didn't get to see um, as the public when he was in charge. But for yeah. you, Lee, what sort of a person, what sort of a manager was he to play for? He was he was a tough guy to play for, but... I suppose the the thing that when I look back on it now, it, as tough as it was to to play for him, you know, he was very loyal to us, and we knew where we stood. We had the respect for him, um, and we knew we had to perform week in week out. Um, training was quite a light-hearted affair. I mean, it was during the week it was quite a fun, you know, trying to take the pressure off people, trying to take your mind off the game at the weekend because the pressure was, was you know, was was quite a lot of pressure on for people like myself, like a young lad coming through. The pressure was, you know, was difficult to deal with. So I suppose um, to make training enjoyable and then on, obviously on a match day of a weekend or we a game midweek, and it's serious stuff and, and you know then that you've got to perform and you've got to be in the right frame of mind. And he was brilliant at motivating people um, and, and his preparation was second to none. I mean, I'd played for different clubs as well over the years. Um, but Sir Alex's preparation was absolutely spot on and he'd give you bits of, bits of advice about players, that, um, especially in like Eastern Europe when we played... Cup Winners' Cup in 91, there was players I'd never heard of, and he gave you a little bit of advice. And that, those little things stick in my mind that, you know, I appreciated the little things that he did, as well as, you know, the, the obviously the big things, the, the cups we won and, you know, the the, um, the discipline that we had at the club. But um, he, he was fantastic with me, and I'd, you know, I'd, I'd never have a bad word to say about him because he's looked after me for, I don't know, probably 30 years now. Um, and I'm sure a lot of the other ex-players would, would would say the same as I've I've just said. Yeah, well, he, he even mentioned uh, you, uh, Lee, in one of his earlier books, "Managing My Life," uh, the title of it. Yeah, where he, yeah. he said you were on the verge of uh, proving to be of uh, an international caliber when you were still a young a young lad playing for the team. Um, in fact, you even had a, a few games for the England under twenty one side. Yeah, I did. I played. Uh, I played a couple of times, and I remember back in uh, when I was a regular in the first team. The manager took me to one side, and he said, "You know, uh, I think it was Bobby Robson. who was manager at the time. He said he's looking at you at the moment. If you carry on, you know, playing the way you are, he said you, you'll you you won't be far off getting a call up to the full full England side, which was great, and and that was that was a nice bonus. To, but um, it, it never happened. I played played a couple of times with the twenty ones, um, but just didn't quite get to." You know, to the first England first team, which would have been magnificent. Um, but I think Stuart Pearce was left back at the time and didn't miss too many games. So I have no complaints. I mean, it was it was it was great to be involved with the England setup and be around all the first team players and you know travel to different places as well. Uh, one or two quite interesting places really with Albania and uh, I think we played out in Greece as well. So there was there was one or two strange ones, but it was um, it was great experience for me at that age. Did did you ever sort of consider um, management after you'd finished playing? Uh, no, not really. No, I mean, um, I, I, I've seen obviously one or two of them that came through with like Mark Robbins and Paul Ince, and you know they went into management. It never really appealed to me. I've always enjoyed 
I've enjoyed coaching and I've enjoyed coaching young lads, but from a management point of view, it's never really appealed to me. It's, um, I think it's a real tough job for anybody now. It's, it's a lot of pressure. Um, there's not a massive amount of managerial pulse about. Um, and it's, it's a full, real proper full-time job. It's seven days a week. It's, you know, you're probably always thinking about it. I mean, I get, I get a few days off now and I can relax and, and, you know, have a game of golf or whatever I want to do. Whereas I think if I was managing, I think I'd have that pressure on me all the time. And I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not keen on sort of like going down that route. I'm quite happy the way things are. Too much stress. Too, probably too much stress, yeah. <laughs> just before I, we had this chat, I was just having a look at some of the players from your time um, in some of the teams at, at United, yeah. and there seems to be really yeah. only one person who's still playing, still at the top, still yeah. winning, still recently in, in the Champions League games. Yeah, yeah. And that's Ryan Giggs. I mean, he'll be, Absolutely, yeah. he'll be like 40 this season, I think. Uh, it's an incredible... That's right, yeah. Incredible achievement. What's it like to play alongside Ryan Giggs? Um, well, I mean, you could see in the early days. I remember going back to when he was 12 and we used to watch him uh, playing for the uh, for the schoolboy team on a Saturday morning over at the, the old training around the cliff. And you could see then at 12-year-old he was going to be good enough to play in the first team. And it was just... It was just a matter of time. And we all said the same thing. Bruce Pallister, we all used to watch him and we'd say, come 16, he'll be, he'll be in the first team. And we were all, we were all proved right. And he's probably the only one that, in my whole career that you could actually say that about a young, a young player. He was that good. Uh, but yeah, to play alongside him was, was fantastic. And you knew that if you gave him the ball, he was going to do something special. Um, and I, I remember I played in the first game when he made his debut, we played Everton at Old Trafford and we lost, I think we lost 2-0. Um, so not a great start for him, but, it, you know, he's proved over the years what a, what a great talent he's been and he's looked after himself and, you know, like you said, he's, he's still going now at the age of 40. And um, you wonder you wonder when he's going to slow down because he still looks, he still looks fit enough, he still, he looks hungry, he's still, when he plays, probably one of the best players in the team. Yeah, he's still pretty sharp, isn't he? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and still, like I said, still, still going, and still got that desire. You must, you know, at the age of forty. I mean, I'm not far off that. I'm about five years old, and it seems a million miles away since I was playing. But um, I hope he continues as long as he can. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan Giggs, total legend, and uh, you, even, you even signed for Gloucester North End at one point, didn't you? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Once I retired from football, I. Um, I was thinking about, you know, trying to keep myself fit, and I signed. I knew one of the guys who ran the reserve team, so I said, "Oh, I'll, I'll come and I'll come and play." So I played quite a few games for the reserve team, and I'm sure I, I do remember playing the Glossop first team um, a couple of games. I'm not even sure if I scored. I, I think I might have even scored, which is very rare for me. But um, yeah, I'm sure I played a couple of games. I'm not sure who, who they were against, but I think if you look in the in the record books, I did play a couple of games for the first team, which, which was great. Yeah, it's, it was just amazing to sort of see when I was having a look through uh, Google, um, just to put yeah. your name in there and, and Man United and all yeah. these all these wonderful facts. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I urge anybody else listening as well to do the same and just have a look. Yeah. Um, yeah. At specifically, you know, just the the career that you've had. Um, yeah. And also other teammates that you've played alongside, like Ryan Giggs. Yeah. It's just amazing. Um, yeah. But what's next for you then, Lee, going forward? Um, next for me, I suppose um, I'm, I'm hoping to continue 
to be involved with the, with Manchester United with the football club and you know as long as that continues and I'll I'll be quite happy because I love I love what I do at the club you know we meet a lot of nice people there on match days um, it's great to be involved it's great to get to to go and watch the games and still be part of it um, I, I I love my work in Chester what I do with with the young you know with the young kids um, and the teenagers. And I find that, you know, really beneficial and I, I hope that continues for, for many years to come. But I, I don't really want to change much about, you know, the way the way things are going at the moment. And I'm quite happy. That's probably the only thing with the, with the ex-players team. I'm probably going to get too old at some stage to to be able to put a pair of boots on and play, which will, which will be disappointing for me because I love doing that as well still. So I suppose that will be the only, the only worry for me that uh, once I get maybe past 50, can't throw a pair of boots on and I can't, you know, get out on the pitch and play. But um, I suppose as far as things are at the moment, then, you know, life's pretty good at the moment. Yeah, and you you, you still come uh, come back to Glossop now and again? Yeah, now and again. I'm over there and I've got obviously got a lot of friends still over there. Um, I lived in Glossop for I think, probably nearly 20 years um, and moved away and then came back. Um, yeah, so stuff. So I've got a lot of friends over there and speak to one or two of them. Uh, now and again, so it's always it's always nice to get back over there and see one or two old faces and have, have one or two pints with them. Yeah, fantastic. All right, excellent. Um, Lee Martin, no thank you very much for joining us on Glossop Community Radio today. No problem. Thanks very much. We're making Glossop great. We would love to provide Glossop with a radio service of its own. That's a really good idea. We are a non-profit organisation and need your kind donations to get on the airwaves. For more information, please go to glossopradio.org forward slash donate. That's so simple and awesome. This is Glossop Radio.